I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Quarantine question time number nine. What, governor? (laughs) Bizarre. (laughs) Question number one Mm. comes from Julie Jackson Forsberg. How do you both feel about psychics and tarot? I'll start with this one. I'm into it. As long as you're not, like, encouraging people to do things... Or as long as you are not um, exploiting people for money, then by all means, I'm into it. If it makes people feel good, if it makes people feel better, if it makes people feel happy, then go for it. I have no issue with it. I have, my issue changes ever so slightly when money's involved, I think. Um, I think if you're doing it for a living, I think it adds, adds a bit of question to it sometimes. I like the concept. I like the idea of tarot cards. And I'll tell you what I love about tarot cards is the artwork. Like those, that traditional tarot artwork is incredible. Yeah, and I it love is. it. And I, I think there's probably some weight to it. I do think people have those abilities. You know what I mean? Um, and it's it's sort of it's ancient. It goes back. Like it's just a, it's just a different form of like reading the sticks and reading runes and reading runes and stuff like that. So yeah, fair play. I just I, I just feel like. Sometimes money clouds judgment. Question number two. If you could only play one board game for the rest of your life, what would it be? And that comes from Sarah Harvey. Mine would be Risk. I've never played Risk. I... Which is appalling. You know, we've got time. <laughs> well, let's get started now for the rest of our lives. Uh, I would just play Risk because it, it probably takes a lifetime to finish a decent game anyway. So psh, let's go for it. Do you know what mine would be? What? Monopoly Deal. So not oh, yeah, Monopoly. Yeah. Monopoly's fine, like the board game, but Monopoly Deal is like a card version of the board game and it is so good and so intense. And me and my friend Kath and my friend Rowana, who you'll have heard on Patreon episodes and stuff, they we play Monopoly Deal in a cafe in Canterbury and we played in that cafe so much and it got so intense where we'd be like shouting at each other and stuff, as Monopoly does, that a man came up to us one day and was like, excuse me, what are you doing? Every time I see you, you're playing this game and shouting. What game are you playing? And we were like, Monopoly Deal. I love it. It's a really good... If you haven't played it, I would highly recommend it because it's 
also you can travel with it because it's only a deck of cards so yeah. it's a really fun game see i think that i think i'd have to amend actually because risk is not a practical game to carry around with you having carried it from several houses and lost certain numbers of soldiers every each time um so therefore i would probably go for gin rummy oh exciting mm, i like rummy and i think that that's you get a different game every time you play it so that's good question number three from danny ratmond what is your opinion on the UFO videos currently circulating? Well, Danny, <laughs> would you believe we did a YouTube video on that very topic? The link is in the description. I if mean... You, if you want to know our opinions, go and watch it. Yeah, I probably shouldn't say any more, should I, really? You can if you like. I mean, they're legit. That's all I'm going to say. I think they're legit. I don't, And it doesn't mean necessarily they're aliens, but they're definitely something. They're definitely something. That we don't know and we don't recognise. Question four. This is a really interesting question, actually, and it was longer, and I remember I've cut it down a little bit. Adriana Palacios asked, do either of you get annoyed when you tell people about your phobias and they tease you about it? Now, I feel like I contribute to this. (laughs) Because when people say, hey, have you got a phobia? I always go, yeah, dinosaurs, ha, 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 ha. But it's not a real phobia. And I think why people tease other people is because we call things phobias that aren't actually phobias. Like a phobia is an irrational fear of something, but not just like, oh, that makes me feel uncomfortable or I mildly dislike it. It's an irrational fear. I'm going to very awkwardly hand over to Dan. Dan, what are your thoughts on this? I don't mind people mocking me. Do you actually not, no, though? I don't mind the mocking. I don't mind people winding me up. What I don't like is is the videos and pictures and actual dolls. <laughs> I, I can deal with I can deal with like I've been mocked all my life for various different things and that's not me just doing a sub story like it's just who I am like I I'm and I'm quite self-deprecating as a person anyway so it's just you know just part of life isn't it you just have a bit of you get mocked over stuff you do weird things that's what happens <laughs> I mean you are quite weird yeah so it's like and you know my hobby is like wrestling so you know I set myself up for this kind of thing do you know what I mean but it's it's I don't mind the mo- like I don't mind making people making jokes about it I don't really like I don't really like people sending me stuff oh well i've had to really like because i am one of those people who says oh yeah i've got a phobia of dinosaurs haha and when i don't actually have a phobia i automatically put that on to your phobia of dolls where i was like oh he's they just make him a little bit uncomfortable but you know he's not actually that bad but now i've started if a doll comes on screen i'm like don't look and i'll tell you when it's gone and i actually mean it like because before that i'd be like don't look and i'll tell you when it's gone and then i'd be like now you can look, ha ha it's not gone. And I would find that really funny. But now I've realised actually how ingrained your phobia is. Like the the boy too, for example. The film did not scare me, but it left me so unsettled. Yeah, it really did. <laughs> and then I, I felt a little bit bad actually. <laughs> but I don't mind people, I don't, I don't mind people winding me up. It's fine. I'm used to it. But I can, but I can see why... It, it would be really frustrating yeah. for people who have a genuine phobia yeah, to be constantly like, wound up about. Or when you say it to people, they're like, uh, really? Like, that's ridiculous. It must be horrible if you've got a phobia as well, like the phobia of holes. Yeah. Because it's so, for someone that doesn't have it, it's such a weird, not, it's not weird is not the right word, but it's such, just such a foreign concept that someone would be scared of that. Yeah. But if it's a genuine phobia. But like, the problem is, is that... Just, because things like BuzzFeed do articles where they're like, um, do you know about... Oh, the fear of holes is like, try tri- tri- something of phobia anyway. 
Um, do you know about this phobia? Well, I'm going to show you 15 pictures that will prove that you have it. And then people look at it and they're like, oh, that made me feel mildly uncomfortable. So now I have that phobia. And it's like, well, no, actually, a phobia is kind of kind of different. Kind of different. Question five from Tom Morrow. Have you ever had what you believe to have been a cryptid encounter? No from me. I haven't. It's a no from me as well, to be honest. And I don't know. Um, I don't know if I want one. I'd rather that than some of the other stuff we talk about. <laughs> yeah, fair. I mean, you're not as... I don't know. I just don't know if I'd want it. No, I've, I've definitely not. There's not been anything no. close to it. I've not, not even close. You know, I've seen. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Seen lots of animals. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. I've seen some big dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Question six from Jamie Anderson writes, what has scared you the most part of your show or from your own past? Oh, that's a deep question. Mm. Um, I don't really, really know what I'm scared of. I'm scared every time we sit down at these mics. <laughs> but seriously, are you more scared by like the stuff we talk about on the show or stuff in real life? I'm scared of stuff that has lack of detail. What does that mean? So really detailed stories freak me out, right? So the story, the kind of stories that we get from listeners where they've, they've gone to the effort of writing yeah. it, you know, and they, they explain things, that freaks me out. But the stories where there's a lot left to imagination... Well, you just have a very overactive imagination. Because my, my mind builds in the gaps in a way that is... I just can't handle. So I'd rather have like something really vividly described to me. So you don't have to think about it. Yes, yeah, so I don't have to think about it rather than leave it to my own my own brain. I'm 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 genuinely unnerved by a lot like I'd say maybe at least 90% of what we hear I'm genuinely unnerved by. And then if you add the extra 9.5% that I actually also believe that's very little <laughs> little room <laughs> to be comfortable <laughs> um i don't think i'm really frightened of things from the show but i think i have in real life i think i'm like frightened of failure <laughs> oh, that got deep that got really deep didn't it tell me about your mother <laughs> tell me about your relationship <laughs> with your mother um yeah i am i think i'm i'm quite i don't like not getting things right do you not like it or do you think that's a motivation? Because I was reading something about Michael Jordan that he, he says on record quite often that he his motivation to be a successful athlete was failure. So he used failure as his motivation. Just putting that out there. Well, well maybe. probably too deep. Maybe. <laughs> uh, question seven. If you believe in both ghosts and aliens, does that mean that there is the potential for ghost aliens? And would they be... Ghost aliens or alien ghosts from Reese Willis. There's a hundred percent 
as long as aliens are mortal, there's a chance that aliens are also ghosts. No, become ghosts when they die. However, I don't feel like they'd haunt Earth. Well, they, they didn't ask you if they no, were haunt Earth. No, I know. Earth. I'm just... I'm just, just... Oh, sorry, that was very unnecessarily aggressive, yeah, wasn't it? Was... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just putting basis to the story. So, yes, yes, I do think dead aliens become ghosts, but I think they probably haunt wherever their home planet is. Or ships, because then you get ghost ships and that's exciting. Um, are they ghost aliens or are they alien ghosts? Mm. Ghost aliens. I agree with ghost aliens. Yes. I think ghost aliens. Yeah, because alien ghosts would be ghosts from another planet. So they're technically alien ghosts as well, I guess. Yeah. But, but I then like, they'd be I, here. I prefer ghost aliens. No, yeah, they have to be ghost aliens and I've got the reason why. Okay. If they were alien ghosts, i.e. ghosts from another planet, they would have to be on our planet and I don't think they haunt our planet. So therefore they're on their home planet, which makes them ghost aliens. Fair. But just to complicate things even further, if they're on the home planet, they're not aliens. Also fair. So they're, they're just, just ghosts. ghosts. You've solved science. Booyah! <laughs> Question eight. Have you thought about going on paranormal field investigations and reporting on those on the podcast from I'm Melanie... We'll... From Melanie Ingold with Wisnant. I'm afraid we'll never do that. We um, absolutely... It's a lovely question, Melanie, but we're never doing any investigations. We will be. So when lockdown is over, we will be doing YouTube videos of us visiting... Sexy, scary places. Which is mainly going to be me squealing. I don't know why I said sexy, scary places. That was a weird thing to say. We're going to all the haunted haunted strip clubs that we know (laughs) of. (laughs) All the haunted brothels. (laughs) Question nine. Does Bim sleep in your bed with you? And if she does, does she have a favourite person for Bim Cuddles from Danielle Graham? She occasionally sleeps in bed with us, but I find it very hard Emma doesn't. Because I'm a real light sleeper. And Bim is a very heavy sleeper. (laughs) But when she's awake, she likes to know that someone else is awake with her. And it's often the the time when I have finally fallen asleep is the time when Bim first wakes up, which is not a good combination. So I will just be falling asleep and then I will get a pour in my mouth or something along those lines. So she does occasionally sleep up with us, but not very often. But what she does do is in the morning yeah. when she has her breakfast, so she has a little routine where she has her breakfast and then she pops upstairs and after her breakfast and gets into bed for a cuddle which I fucking adore and it makes me want to die I love it so much <laughs> I just love her so this morning I was woken up to a little wet nose in my mouth because I I wasn't awake and she was like I'm getting into bed now but you need to wake up first uh, yeah so that and her preferred sleeping partner is Dan her preferred everything is Dan she is just obsessed with him it's a bit cross with me today because I spilled some drink on her by accident yeah, that was very dramatic. But she is obsessed with Dan at the moment. Like, it's so annoying. She just follows him around. She... Oh, I'm sick of it. <laughs> Question 10. Nobody's going to believe my answer to this, but I'm going to tell it anyway. And then I'm going to have to get my mom to back me up if people don't believe me. What is your first memory from Mary Fathom Rune? Which is a great question. Being on a train it's like a like a model train you know like a ride on model train with my paternal granddad who i don't have very many memories of because he died when i was four okay um but i do remember that quite vividly which is bizarre (laughs) my first memory so i need to i need to preface this by saying that i was 
a very fat, very lazy baby. Um, pretty much all the pictures of me as a baby, I'm eating in them. There's one great picture where there's a picnic and I have an apple in each hand, half eaten. <laughs> and I was just, I'll try and, I'll get my mum to send me a picture of me when I was a baby and I'll post it on the Facebook page. Like, I was chunky. And I also had three older siblings. And my mum and my dad, obviously. And I probably didn't have to do anything for myself. So my first memory, and this isn't a joke, I remember my first steps. Be- she was five when she I wasn't five, <laughs> but I was like three. Like I was really, I was far too old. And I'm fairly sure that the, like the, the pediatric nurses had said, we think there might be something wrong with her that she's not starting to walk and my mom and dad were like no she's just fucking lazy like she is actually just lazy so I remember being sat on like the side of our house on a on a on like a blanket with my sister and um my sister's friend so they would have been like I don't know a little bit older and then I remember standing up and my sister frantically shouting for my mum to come outside. My mum came outside and I remember walking towards her. And I can see my mum like beaming with joy with her arms out to me for me to walk to her. So that must be why I remember. Like it must be something to do with like, making my mum really happy. She was definitely five. I definitely was about seven. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for great another... Great questions this week. Yeah, great really questions. Good. That's it for another quarantine question time. We love you. Thank you as always for sending your questions. If you want to hear more, all of the links to our socials are in the description for this episode. And on that note, we shall see you next week. Bye. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.